clearing the space around us. Clearing our space, and that's whether it's our living space or our working space, needs to be a daily practice. Um, especially if the workplace is a space where many people are passing through. And really, simply put, the more energies that are coming through into your space, then the more one needs to be doing a little clean um, regularly. And similarly, in the course of a day, we experience a myriad of emotions, and these can lie stagnant in, in the air if they've not been cleansed at the start of a new day. So it's advisable to once a month have a proper clear of the space, and that means moving furniture around, removing anything that you no longer need. This could be items of clothing, books, sorting through any paperwork, making sure to clean the windows and the mirrors and all reflective surfaces in the space. It's also a good idea to make a change in this space, even if that means bringing in some new colours or some new artwork. Anything really that brings a shift in the space is a good idea. Now you might want to coordinate the colours to match the gods or goddesses of a particular time of year or of those elements at the time. You might want to work with an element of, say, the element of fire or water or air or earth, anything that's resonating really with you at that time. Um, because colour carries energy. You may want to focus on what you want more of in your life and find the appropriate images or the colours or even items to represent this and add to your space. So, for example, if you want more energy, then you're looking at bringing in yellows and reds and oranges, working with your base and sacral chakras, but also the colours of, of creation, of cleansing, of purifying, of manifestation. But if you want to perhaps feel more relaxed, more in flow with things, you might want to bring in more blues and greens, something that connects you to your heart chakra, to your throat chakra. Um, too much of one colour will mean that you're overwhelmed by that energy, uh, by that colour. So it's good to have uh, a mix of colours, um, injecting your space with what you need, blues and greens for the element of water perhaps, or the element of air maybe, purple is sometimes good for air, um, reds and oranges for the element of fire and darker reds perhaps for the element of earth browns maybe the way uh the way things are set up in your space if you if you're constantly bringing movement into the space then nothing is allowed to become stagnant and so the flow is kept flowing your daily environment will have a huge impact on you because you face it every day and so it's really important that it's resonating at the highest level with you and your home is your refuge, so it should be a space that is safe and clear and that inspires you. Daily practices that work very well are to make it a morning and evening practice to clear your space. So in the morning you can start with smudging, for example, using sacred smoke, that's burning sage, Californian white sage, or you can get bundles of sage that you can burn and always have a, a fireproof container that the ashes can fall into. Um, now you can make sure to send the smoke into the corners of a room and around door frames and window frames. Um, your intention is to ask the spirit of the smoke, of the sage smoke, to cleanse and clear the space for you. So you can speak to your guides or to your angels or to your, your spirit helpers or to God, whatever your belief system is, whilst you do this and pray for what you wish to bring into the space and what you wish to clear from it. It's also worth watching where the smoke goes without manipulation and this will give you an idea of what areas are in the greatest need of, of cleansing at the moment 
so that the smoke will travel to where it's needed the most. If you find that it's going to certain areas of the room, then, then perhaps those areas are more stagnant. Um, you can use a mixture of herbs and sage if you like. You can also get some specific hand-rolled incense if you want, um, and you can burn that on a charcoal disc. And again, this is very powerful as the smoke will rise and it will go to where it is drawn the most. You can clear the space with aura sprays and room sprays as well. Um, and it's a good idea while you're doing this to ensure that the windows are open so any stale energy can leave and the new air can come in. Now these aura sprays can be, you know, different aura sprays that you that you get that are focusing on bringing different energies perhaps or clearing space. Um, you can also use drumming or rattling to clear the space, petitioning your spirits, your guides, your helpers to assist. You can drum in the corners of a room, perhaps, or, or rattle in the centre of a room. You can use aura chimes, especially in corners where the energy tends to get stuck. Singing bowls, sacred sounds, mantras, song, prayers spoken out loud, anything chanted, any sacred music played by you. And there is no rule here, you know, it's 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 all about the intention. So one person's piece of sacred music is going to be different from someone else's. Now someone might enjoy listening to, to choral music and someone else might feel really connected when they're listening to mantras or um, when they're listening to drumming or they're listening to the sounds of nature. So it's whatever works for you, but it, above all the intention is to clear the space. In the evening and before you go to sleep, you're preparing the space for the dream state. So it's a good idea to ensure that the environment is conducive to that. Incense, candles, and they, they bring a sense of ease and stillness into a space. So that you can actually let go of the day. And you might want to, again, listen to some music in this. Any electrical items like laptops or TVs should be kept out of the bedroom. Because the bed is a sacred space. And many people will lie in bed and work and then go straight to sleep. And if you do this, then know that you're taking the energy of that work literally to bed with you and into your dreams. So just be careful of what you wish to take into the dream state with you. Your bedroom is a sacred space. It's it's your womb. It's it's where you, you're, you're spending the most of your time. So it, it, you bring into that space anything that is going to hold you, assist you, help you feel safe and loved, assist you in the dream state. And again, there are no rules for this. It's whatever works best for you. For some people, having blues and greens in the bedroom works, but for others, it's pinks and reds. It's a good idea to steer clear of any colours that might be too energising, like yellows, perhaps. But again, it's whatever is right for you. So experiment and go with what feels right in your heart. Now, if the bedroom is a space for you and your partner, your beloved, then this space needs to be something that resonates with the both of you and a balance of both of your energies. And it's important to know that what one partner brings into the space shall intimately affect the other in the week, in the in the waking and the dream state. So it's important that this is a space of love and a space of passion for the both of you with the guidance of spirit. It's a sacred space to celebrate your sacred time together, but it very much is about a balance of energies. Often in the bedroom there's one partner that has that has really put their stamp on that space and the other person tiptoes around and doesn't quite feel as if the bedroom is really their space. And that's an imbalance in in the energy of the space, but also perhaps in the energy of the relationship. So it's a nice thing to work on together, really, because it's your space, it's your intimate space. If you use crystals to clear a space um, or to hold different frequencies, then 
then these crystals are going to need a clearing every so often as well. Now the best way to do this is to really connect in with the crystal and feel when it calls to you and asks for a clearing, which it will do. Um, but if you if you don't feel that or you feel silly doing that, then every couple of weeks is a good idea. Um, and you can clear crystals by, you know, some people will bury them in the ground, so you return them to the earth and then dig them back up again when, when again, they feel the crystal calling to them. But you can bury a crystal in the ground for a couple of weeks. Some people will clear a crystal by leaving it on a windowsill so it's bathed in sunlight and moonlight. Others will wash their crystals in saline and salt water. Now, not all crystals respond well to salt water, so do your research on this. Others will use um, sage smoke smudging to clear a crystal or um, essence sprays, aura sprays, uh, sometimes just placing a crystal in your hand and asking for divine energy to flow through and clear the crystal is a really good good practice. And if you, of course, if you're attuned to Reiki or any kind of energetic healing modality, then you can allow the energy just to flow through your hands into the crystal, cleansing it. Go with, again, what feels right for you. There are no hard and fast rules for this. If you have an altar, then any sacred items on your altar will also need clearing. And it's a good idea to regularly rearrange your altar. We can get stuck in a certain way of connecting to spirit, to the divine, and it's a good idea to to keep things flowing, to keep things new for us, so that we don't get locked into a pattern, so that we're constantly evolving and looking at how we truly connect and the truth of that. You know, perhaps when you first set up your altar, you've set it up in a way that you were told to by a teacher or you heard it on a podcast. But, um, you know, there'll come a time when you feel, actually, I want my altar to look like this. I, I want to have a medicine wheel or I don't want to have a medicine wheel. I want to have my crystals on there or not. So, so keep checking in with what feels authentic for you. And it's important that the, that, that the flow is, is consistently moving. Um, and also our altar will, will reflect our desires or perceptions and what is now, at this moment in time, most sacred to us. So of course it's going to keep evolving. It, it's a living representation of us and of our love for spirit, our love for the divine. So when clearing one's space, it's also wise to look at what's happening in our inner world because our outer world is simply a reflection of that. We may well need to clear our inner space, our bodies and our minds on a regular basis too and in fact it's important that we do that. So it can be useful to have a day of silence perhaps or uh, a day of quiet contemplation every month or a day that we devote to prayer and ritual or just time out in nature with no distractions from the world, a week without perhaps television or, or your laptop or computer you might decide to cut out any excess from your diet. I mean, perhaps you try a month without that daily bar of chocolate or that glass of wine in the evening and just see how life feels when you change something in your life. Um, keeping ourselves clear and our space clear allows us to be free from distraction. And it also means we're not holding on to things that don't serve us anymore, in whatever form these may be. So in this way, we have more space, literally and figuratively, to devote our energies to what really calls to us and to what is our real truth, our authenticity. Now, clearing space is very important in our, in our often distracted lives these days. Um, and the more we can bring the sacred into our lives and into our space, 
then then the more we we start to embody a, a sacredness in everything that we do so we don't just sit on that sofa and 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 feel disconnected from it in a sense you know as the as as many um shamanic teachings will will tell you that everything is spirit so the sofa that you sit on has a spirit has an energy it's connected to the the wood from which it was made perhaps the cloth that has that has uh entwined itself around the wood so everything has spirit and therefore everything we we clear we connect to um and in this way we have a greater connection to our environment and to ourselves and we start to see the the outside as a reflection of the inside um and so we don't feel so disassociated from each other from ourselves from nature but we start to feel that we are part of everything and everything is part of us and in that lies mastery in that lies um true connection uh in that lies our divinity so enjoy clearing those spaces uh, enjoy making your space sacred and a representation of the most sacred part of you so be it it is so